Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Joining us now on the line is Yaakov Katz, former editor-in-chief of the Jerusalem Post and author of Shadow Strike, Inside Israel's Secret Mission to Eliminate Syrian Nuclear Power. Yaakov, a very good afternoon to you and thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Great to have you on board, uh, Yaakov, and everything of the best for 2024. If I can just set the tone for our discussion, the question is, uh, are Palestinian clans better suited to run Gaza in the uh, tabloids today, Israeli security chiefs are reportedly set to propose a plan where Palestinian clans in Gaza will temporarily administer the strip after the ongoing war to remove Hamas ends with each clan handling humanitarian aid and resources for their local regions. My first question to you, Yaakov, which Palestinian clans are we referring to? To be honest, uh, the plan to me does not seem like it's ripe or cooked to the extent of which a plan would need to be right for israel to be able to talk about a day after scenario in gaza and therefore i am personally a bit skeptical any plan that talks about a distribution through different clans and groups and uh tribes without a centralized government i think we might be fooling ourselves into believing that that is possible Indeed. It would beg the question I was going to ask you, then what makes Israel believe that putting such clans in charge will make a difference, be it less anti-Semitic for that matter? Yeah, I think, listen, Israel is a little limited due to political considerations by the prime minister Mm. that it cannot agree at the moment to talk about what is a full-time potential resolution to the vacuum that we hope will be created in Gaza with the downfall of Hamas, and that would include the deployment of the Palestinian Authority. I think that there is little doubt in Israel that that is the one long-term viable solution, assuming the PA can be reformed to the extent possible that will allow for uh, proper governance, no incitement, and other changes that need to happen. So because of these political limitations mm-hmm. on the prime minister, members of his coalition refuse to discuss that option. We're hearing a bunch of other ideas like this one with the clans and yeah. the tribes and the groups. Um, but I, I, I'm skeptical that that is realistic. And we also have to keep in mind something else here, and that is that even if Israel succeeds in this war in toppling the Hamas governing regime over Gaza, there will still be thousands of Hamas fighters in Gaza the day after. And whatever entity Mm. takes over the Gaza Strip, those people, that new entity, will have to confront Hamas fighters and will have to rein them in do you see tribes doing that? I, I don't. Yeah. I, I actually identify with your skepticism, uh, Yaakov. And of course, uh, my next question, if we, if we continue along those lines, uh, how will this suit a greater Arab consensus, uh, considering now, you know, endeavors to bring about a peace to the region and, you know, an understanding and mutual respect between nations? <laughs> how would this go down with them? Yeah, look, I don't, again, I don't know. I think that we, we, we have to, for the moment, ignore 
all these different ideas that are thrown out and are being, you know, popped up as, as, as having potential until we see something that's realistic and uh, practical. We're sure. going to hear a lot of this, just like we were hearing up until not long ago, ideas of how the Saudis will take over or the Emiratis will take mm-hmm. over. Uh, th- those are also, uh, you know, nice fairy tale dreams, but they're not practical in reality. And I think that if there's any lesson for Israel, but also for the Palestinians in the day after October 7th, it is that we need to be practical and we need to be realistic and we need to keep our eye on what is viable. And that is important. Indeed. And Israel, well, as you say, need to be practical, need to, things need to be viable and realistic. There's also the international in, involvement uh, about well, looking at the U.S. as a chief ally and other allies agreeing to this approach. There's that to consider, too. Yeah, I think, you know, that for that reason, for example, uh, Secretary of State Lincoln of the United States is traveling to Israel. And there's going to be talk with him about what, what what the options will be and what the Americans have to say about that. So there is a, a clear um, a clear understanding that we need to have uh, a cooperation coordination between all of the different uh, parties that are involved. Yakov, very quickly, let me just throw this out to you and concluding our discussion. Who do you think should run Gaza? I'm just throwing that question out to you, and just as a matter of interest. I mean, again, I, I wish there would be a democratic, peace-loving entity that would take over, but I think that that's not possible. And I don't want to see Israel mm-hmm. find itself bogged down there and having to run civilian affairs. I think that what we need is, is, is a Palestinian organic entity that can rule over the people of Gaza. It is mm. not our place to do that. But I think that Israel should retain as much as possible security control to ensure that another threat does not grow there like what we saw explode on October 7th. Indeed. Yaakov, we've just about run out of time. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon to give us your views on these Palestinian clans. Certainly a skepticism, as you put it, indeed. You know, one's just got to be cautious about such a remarks and such approaches to the situation. Yaakov Katz, former editor-in-chief of the Jerusalem Post and author of Shadow Strike Inside Israel's Secret Mission to Eliminate Syrian Nuclear Power.